The Mishnah tells us in Pirkei Yavoy, Shama Yomer Shamay says, I say Teiros you should make Teira as your primary occupation. And Moir Ma'atva say Harbe, say little but do a lot. And should be greeting every single person with a pleasant face. Now the simple meaning of these three statements of the Mishnah is, as the Mepharshim explain, means that you should be mainly involved in Torah both by day and at night. When you get tired of learning, that's when you do some work. But it shouldn't be that your main occupation is your work. This is similar to the Maimar Azal that the Gemara says, Asu Tayrosan Kva, Umalachton Are, that they made the Torah their primary thing, Umalachton, and their work was more of an occasional thing. And Moir Ma'atva Sehar Bey means, promise little and do more than you promised. And the example for this is given that we find by Avram Avinu, that first he says to the Malachim, Vaekhafaslechem, I will take some bread, and I'll bring you some bread. But then he ends up bringing them Ben Bokor, Rach, Vetoiv, he brings them meat, etc. So he brings them more than he had guaranteed, more than he promised. That they makabal as call Adam besaver upon him. Yafis means that when you invite guests to your house, so you shouldn't give them and your face is sort of buried in the ground, but give them with a pleasant face, with a smiling face. The question that Rebbe has is, we know that Mesechta Ovis discusses Mila de Chasidusa, it only discusses things that are extra pious, beyond the letter of the law. As the Razal tell us, Haiman de Boy Lameva Chasidah, some of the wants to be a Chasid, some of the wants to be pious, Lakayim Mila de should fulfill the things that we are taught in Pirkei Ovis. That means that we're speaking about a person that has conduct, He's acting over here in a way, not only what he's obligated according to the din, according to the halacha, but that which he should be doing because of midas chasidus, lefnim yishuras adin, beyond the letter of the law. However, the three things that we mention over here don't seem to be at all part of mila de chasidusa. The obligation to do these things is self-evident, self-understood, or we can understand it and learn it from other commands in the Torah and in Halacha. So why are these three things being part of Pirkei Yavis, Mila de Chasidusa? And the Rebbe explains each one of these, why seemingly this is just a basic Halacha. Says the Rebbe number one, Asei Seiroscha Kva, the very ex- this very expression we find in things that Drazal tell us we are chayev, that we're obligated to do. These are things that are br- brought in halacha. It says, You should make Torah your primary and your fixed occupation. And the work that you do should be only occasional. So what's the chidush over here? What's the novelty to say that this is part of Midas Chasidus? So too, the Rebbe says, we find a number of sukkim and maimori razal, where we are told about the constant obligation to always be learning Torah involved in Torah. In fact, it even says in the beginning of the Patek itself, the world is standing on three things, and one of those three things is Torah. If Torah is one of the pillars upon which the world is standing, obviously Torah has to be a permanent and fixed thing in our lives. Number two, when it says, you should promise little, and do more than you promised. Says the Rebbe again, this is a clear tzivu, a clear command in the Torah, that lo yachel dvari, a person is not supposed to go against his words, supposed to violate his words. And this obviously will make and cause a person to have murma, to promise less 
then, in other words, to make sure he's not promising things that he won't be able to keep to, he has to make sure he keeps his word and not promise things unless he's 100% sure that he's going to fulfill them. So that he shouldn't stumble in the Isra of Layachal Dvarim not violating his words. So therefore, it's obvious that a Murma'ati shouldn't be promising more than he could definitely do. And so to the conclusion of Vaasei Harbe, do more than you had promised. Again, it just doesn't seem like any major chidush based on Midas Chsidis. That is, if a person can possibly do more than what he had said he's going to do, if a person could do more in mitzvahs and maizim toivim, of course he should do it. And finally, number three, the ending. To greet everyone in a cheerful and a smiling face. Seemingly, this is something, again, that's simple conduct of us. That the Pesach says we should be acting in a just and upright way. This is simple manners. This is simple derech eretz. Furthermore, we know there's the command, you have to love your fellow as yourself. And what you don't like done to yourself, don't do to your fellow. So these are all basic things that a person needs to do is to greet someone nicely. This doesn't seem to be something specifically because of Midas Chasidus. Says the Rebbe, some other diyukim that we need to understand in our Mishnah is, number one, since all of these three statements are being said together in one Mishnah, in one statement, because Shammai definitely said many, many other things of how people should conduct themselves, and only these three things are being brought as one, it seems to be that there is some connection between these three things and their content, so we need to understand what that is. Number two, why is it that by the statement, make Torah as your fixed thing, why isn't it brought as is brought in other places? The contrast with melach techa'aray, why doesn't it say, and work should be only your temporary or occasional thing, as it's brought in other memorial Razal as mentioned before. And number three, says the Rebbe, as discussed many times, the name of the one who said a particular statement also has a connection and helps add understanding and emphasis to that which was said. So the question over here is, how is, are these three statements more explained, more understood by the fact that we know that Shammai is the one that said it? Before the Rebbe goes on with his own explanation, the Rebbe is going to preempt a question of how we could even give new Pirushim in Perkeovis. So the Rebbe says, here is the place to point out, even though that the basis for the way we explain the Mishnah so far is an Ovois Dirabnosan. Now Ovois Dirabnosan are Berises that are really expounding and explaining the things in Perkeovis. So you might say, how can we even give any other explanation? Says the Rebbe, nevertheless, there is room for other explanations as well. And as we find in Mesech Tavis and a number of Mishnayis, that there are many, many Pirushim from the G'doyle Yisroel, like Rashi, the Rambam, the Machzor Vitri, and others all the way to Acharoyne Acharoynim, which explain these Mishnas different or even opposite in some cases, then that way it's expounded in Oves Derabnosen. Not only did they learn it themselves differently, but that they encouraged their students to also look into these Mishnas in depth and come up with new Pirushim, etc. Obviously, this always goes with the condition, the general condition, that you, of course you need to follow the guidelines and the rules and the derech of Limudat Torah. Of course, you need to be very, very cautious and be careful with the covet of the true G'doyle Torah, and certainly you should never say a Pirush and say, that you need to accept my opinion. 
We need to be very, very careful not to be megal upon him, but not to give explanations in Torah that go against the halacha, and so on. But based on all of this, if we do follow the right guidelines, it's understood that this would all be similar to the many, many pirushim, and again, sometimes even opposite pirushim that we find in Torah Shemeksav as well. All of these things are included in what's an expression in the Gemara that says, talk, or even small talk, in matters of Torah are all good. Any discussions in Torah are good. And especially by the true G'doyle Yisrael, there's the Shivim Panum Torah, 70 facets to Torah, 70 explanations in each matter of Torah. Especially we know there's also an obligation, we always need to add, we need to be Mechadish, come up with new ideas in Torah. And especially that if we're speaking about an explanation that, as we said before, has certain difficulties in it, then we definitely need to try, as much as our Seichel could grasp, to try to explain a Mishnah in a way that these questions won't be there. Since if we don't explain it in that way, we're going to be lacking in fully understanding the Mishnah properly. And as we know, in Torah it's an absolute necessity to understand it to the best of our ability. Now the Rebbe goes back to explain our Mishnah. So the Rebbe says the explanation is like this. This Mishnah, Shammai Oimer, is actually coming in continuation to the Mishnah we mentioned earlier. A Mishnah earlier on in the Perek, where it says, on three things the world stands, Now each one of these things is a pillar that's holding up the world. And therefore, of course on the one hand, a person has to be involved in all. But if a person cannot dedicate himself with his whole heart, with his whole soul, we, in, in all of these three areas together. So he needs to choose at least one of these pillars, at least one of these categories in which he's going to put in his main chayas, his enthusiasm, his involvement. And the other two will then follow after that, unless of course it's an Indian Shazman Grama, something that's, that's based on time that needs to be done right now or other examples that the Shulchan Aruch explain when you might have to do something else, even though you're mainly involved in one of the others. And this is what Shammai is coming to teach. His way of teaching Mila de Chasidusa, what he's telling us is the pious and the right way. That out of these three modes, out of these three pillars, you should choose the Hanhaga, this conduct of Teiroscha, of Teira being your permanent thing. That is, yes, it's true, you could choose any of these three. A person might say he's going to act in the way of Zvulun. Which generally we know those are the people that are more involved in business and they're going to do lots of good deeds. And their main avoid is going to be the Kav of Gemilus Chasadim. So technically there's all three are options. Shammai is coming along and telling us that it's at Midas Chasidus, the way of Midas Chasidus, you should be choosing the line of Torah. That this should be your permanent thing, this should be your main thing. Now we're going to understand one of the questions we had before. We said, why doesn't it conclude and your work should only be occasional or temporary? Because here we're not coming to negate the idea of doing work. That we should, that, that shouldn't be our permanent thing. We're coming rather to say the kvius that needs to be in Torah compared to avoid and gemilus chasadim. So we don't speak at all about work over here. That's not the discussion. We're speaking about out of these three things, Torah, avoid and gemilus chasadim, Torah should be the main thing. So now you're going to ask, why doesn't it say about avoid and gemach that they should be aray? Says the Rebbe, now we can understand why it does not conclude. After it says, that avoid or gemilus chasodim should be in a way of aray, should be temporary. Because this hoiro of asay teirosho kva, 
is being said to everyone. It's being said even to people that they, they are mainly being involved in Maisim Torah, even the masters of good deeds. And most of their involvement is not going to be learning Torah. They might be Yoytze just with learning a Peruk in the morning and a Peruk in the evening. Nevertheless, so, so mainly main they're involved in Gemilus Chasadim, and nevertheless they're being told, make Torah meaning that the learning of Torah, even if in time, on the clock, in quantity, is a small time, nevertheless, I say, and the quality it should be completely engraved inside the soul of the person that the Torah that he learns is engraved in him and affecting his whole day. So that's one point that Rebbe says why we don't say that the other things should be Arai, because we are speaking about a person that's doing these things, and yet within those things, the Torah should be Kva, meaning that the Torah should be completely permeating the person in the deepest way. Another point that Rebbe says is, it wouldn't be appropriate to use the term Arai about avoiding milas chasodim. We're speaking about very, very fundamental and basic things in avoiding Hashem. Of course, those things also need to be done in a way of kva. We're not dismissing them. All we're saying is that out of these three themselves, three things themselves, Torah should be the most one in a way of kva. But we're not saying that the other one should be occasional or temporary, etc. Says the Rebbe after that first Torah. Of out of that, out of these three modes, Torah avoid chasadim. Torah should be the main thing. Comes along Shammai and continues and says, in what way you should be learning Torah? In what way should Torah be your main thing? And that is, since Razal say Godel Talmud Shemayvili Demai said the greatness of learning is that it brings to actions. So you might take from this, you might derive from this, and say that you should mainly be learning. Only in a way of asukish de which means when you're learning things that it's always going to come to the conclusion of what the practical halacha is all about. That means you're going to be learning Torah only things that are relevant to come along with a psak halacha, and you're going to learn Torah only to become a poisek, a halachic authority. This is what Shammai is saying. Emoir ma'at. That's his next statement. What does he mean by this? The way of learning Torah in a way of emoir, emoir the Rebbe is translating means when you say the halacha at the end of it, this should be only ma'at. In other words, in the bigger picture of your learning, most of your learning should be just learning Torah, l'shma, learning Torah for the sake of learning Torah. Or as it says, droish v'kabal there's a reward just for simply learning, learning more and learning more. Yagdil Torah v'yadr to increase in Torah. It's not necessarily only about coming to the psak halacha at the end, although that's of course very important. But the main occupation is just pure learning for the sake of learning. So the emoir part, the saying, the halacha at the end, relatively speaking, that's only a small amount. Says the Rebbe, if that's the case, someone can now make a mistake and go to the other extreme. If you're telling me, that the main point of Limud HaToyra and the way it's supposed to be in a kvias and a fixed and a permanent way is not about paskening a halacha to bring it down b'poyol mamish. That seems to be implying that perhaps fulfilling the mitzvahs generally, the concept of mice of action, maybe it's something that chas v'shalom doesn't need such strong kvias. You don't necessarily have to devote yourself so strongly to the action part of mitzvahs. And this is why Shammai goes further and says after a mermat, but vasei harbe, that yes, it's true, while you're learning Torah, the emphasis does not have to be mainly about becoming a poisek, and paskening halacha lemaisa, but in action, vasei harbe, but when you're doing the mitzvahs, of course this has to be, with a tremendous amount, both in quality and in quantity, more mitzvahs, and with more chayis, with more excitement, with more enthusiasm. Now comes the next part of the Mishnah. 
Since according to Shama, Yahid needs to mainly be involved in Torah, learning Torah for the sake of Torah, and in a way of Emoir Ma'at, which we said before means that it's not even about paskening halacha so much, it's just purely devoting yourself to learning Torah. So now, a person can make another mistake. In order to explain this, the Rebbe first gives a little introduction. The Rebbe says, it's known the general difference between the characteristics of intellect and midois and feelings. That is, that moichin intellect is always related to the person as he is for himself. In other words, he's sitting by himself and thinking ideas, learning ideas. Midois are always going to be related to the person, to, to something or someone outside of him. That means the way the mida, the way the feeling is aroused and the way it impacts and affects is always going to be in relation to someone else. The, the person who he's having love to, the person who he's afraid of, etc. Whereas by intellect is the other way around. Not only is intellect not for the other person, but on the contrary, another person could actually cause bilbul amoichin, could get in the way of me trying to think and concentrate. And as it's known that if you really want to understand something properly, especially when you're trying to get to the very essence of the seichel, that which is completely removed from midos, completely removed from the psak halacha, which is what we're talking about, learning Torah, purely for the Torah itself, not even related to the halacha. In order to understand something properly, you need to have a situation where you're able to think deeply and meditate and so on. And that happens when you're usually sitting by yourself, away from people. So a person might then come to the conclusion that when I'm learning in a way of Torah, my Torah is my permanent thing and I'm not even relating it necessarily to halacha. And therefore it's mainly involving my intellect. So maybe I need to stay away from people. I need to be removed from others. And even if I'm, I am, I am going to be with someone, it's only going to be with a type of chavrusa, which is going to, en- going to enable me and help me in my learning Torah itself. As the Mishnah says, is a concept of dibuk chaverim, companionship with other people, the colleagues that are learning Torah, pilpul atalmidim, discussing and debating matters of learning. These are from the things that the Mishnah says later in Pirkei Yavis, that Torah is acquired through. As Razal say, Harbei lamadetimi raboisai, I learned so much from my Rebbes, and then even more from my colleagues, and even more from my students. So those are the people I might hang out with. But people, that being together with them is not going to add to my Torah in the proper way, those people maybe I should avoid. Those people maybe I should keep distant from myself and not have anything to do with them at all. Here comes the third part of what the Mishnah is telling us, what Shammai says. I need to greet every person with a cheerful face. That is, even though, yes, my learning Torah is in a way of kva, that Torah is my fixed and permanent thing. And it's in a way of a moirmat, that even within learning Torah, it's not even the bottom line halacha, it's just purely Torah for the sake of Torah. Nevertheless, it shouldn't stop me from greeting every single person. Without exception, call Adam with a savior upon him, Yafis. That means even a type of person that by getting to know him and becoming friendly with him and connecting with him, it's not going to help me in any sort of matter. It's not going to help me in my learning Torah. It's not going to help in the area of Gemilus Chasadim. Nevertheless, I need to greet everyone and not only be Makabal, not only greet them, but be savior upon him, Yafis specifically. In other words, that the person should see, the person should feel that I'm greeting him and I'm involved with him in, in a happy way, with devotion, with dedication, and so on. After the Rebbe explains these three things, these three parts of the Mishnah, 
Says the Rebbe, now a person could have the following question. How is it really even possible to do all of these, th- these things together? They seem to be in contradiction to each other. As said before, they seem to be very difficult to put together. On the one hand, you have Asay Say Roscha Kvatamiktori, a fixed and permanent thing, which we said is mainly involving your intellect and, inv- and being involved in learning Torah. We said it's in a way of Emmer Ma'at, that you're not even getting involved with the halacha part of it so much. It's purely the intellectual part of Torah. At the same time, you tell him, if I say harbi, when it comes to my mitzvahs, I need to make sure to do lots of mitzvahs and with lots of chayas, with lots of excitement and enthusiasm, etc. Then you're also telling him, I also need to be greeting everyone else nicely, which, which is, seems to be even more in contradiction to what we were just saying. We just said that the real way how a person can be successful and have learning this Torah properly is only if he's going to be completely alone, away from people. And yet you're telling me, not only do I have to be involved in doing lots of mitzvahs, but I also have to be involved with other people. How can we overcome all of these conflicting and contradictory things? And this is why the Mishnah introduces it and tells us that the one who said this is Shammai. That is, when we understand the content, what's hinted in the word Shammai, we'll be able to manage to accomplish all of these things. The Rebbe says it's explained in Lukutei Torah, about the name Shammai. He says, why is he called Shammai? He says, this is based on a Gemara that says on the Pasuk, V'som Derech. The Gemara Darshan that V'som can be understood as V'shom. Shom could mean evaluating, measuring and evaluating. A person that evaluates and measures his ways. He's always thinking how to do, what to do, in, in, in what measure to do, and so on. And that's what the word Shammai means, the word Shammai Yerchoisav, evaluating his ways. That this is what he's hinting and he's teaching, that a Yid needs to constantly be weighing and measuring his time, his koichais that were given to him. And when a person evaluates and measures the koichais, the abilities that he was given from above, he will then find that he has the koyach, he has the ability to accomplish all of his avodah in all of these three different areas. Especially that in the time that was set for, says the Rebbe, especially during this time of the year, the time that's set for learning Pirkei Avos, then says the Rebbe, even more koyaches are being given to us, to be able to fulfill Bahatzlacha with success, all of the heroes of Pirkei Avos, these mila de chasidusa, these words of extra piousness. And if a person truly evaluates and measures the time that he has, then it will be a see that he can manage to divide his time, to organize his time in a way that should be enough to be able to fulfill each one of these three heroes in their proper way. The Rebbe now takes the idea of Shammai in a deeper way. The Rebbe says, taken in a deeper way the connection of these three heroes to the Balamaimer Shammai. But first prefacing, there is a certain common denominator that then exists in all of these three things. The Rebbe says, in the first thing, when we speak about Asei Teirosha Kva, and we said it has to be also in a way of Emmer Ma'at, that means that you're learning Torah in a way that you're learning Lishmon, not even for Paschal and Gahalacha. What does this express? It expresses the idea that I'm learning Torah not for something else. It's not a means to something else, it's purely for the sake of learning Torah. It's not even to be able to fulfill a mitzvah, it's purely for Torah. Let's have a look at the second Torah. As the next point was Asei Harbei, to do lots, when we're doing lots of mitzvahs, lots of chayas. Says the Rebbe, what we're being told over here is that even when Teiros Chokva, 
even when Torah was our permanent thing. And I'm I'm learning Torah primarily just for the sake of learning Torah itself. Nevertheless, we said we have to be increasing and doing Aseyarbe to do lots and lots of mitzvahs. And how should these mitzvahs be done? Not so that I'm more successful in my learning Torah. Because the Razal say, someone says, I'm only going to learn Torah, then he doesn't even have Torah. So you might say that he's doing the mitzvah so that his Torah should be proper. In other words, that a person that sits and learns Torah also has to have the avoid of gemilus chasadim and generally the idea of mitzvahs. But if he does mitzvahs in that way, then it's going to be say in a way of ma'at. Then his actions are only sort of there to enhance his limud Torah. Or he's doing mitzvahs only according to what's necessary, um, like eating matzah when he has to eat on Pesach, or as we said before, said his Torah should be proper. But we're not saying say mat, we're saying say harbe. That means you're doing mitzvahs in a way, in an in ever-increasing way, in a, in a strong way. That means that your mitzvahs are not only because, to help you that your Torah should be better or just because you have to do this mitzvah right now. But rather, for the sake of the mitzvah itself, just because Hashem commanded us to do the mitzvah, not even so that my Torah should be able to have a kiyum, should be able to last. And the same thing is true in the third point. Which is discussing the idea, as we said, that you're meant to greet everyone, even somebody you're not going to have any benefit out of him, with a happy face, says that Rebbe was speaking about somebody, you're not going to have any benefit, not even in the area of fulfilling the mitzvah of Gemilus Chasadim. You might be speaking about a person that doesn't need anything from you at all. So there's no benefit, so to speak, coming out of this. We said, regardless if it's a person that needs something out from you or not. If the person needs a favor from you, even if the favor is that he needed you to greet him, with a happy face in order to lift him up from his lowly spirit and so on. So then you might still be saying, you're doing it for the benefit that you're going to have from it. Ah, you're fulfilling the mitzvah of Gemilus Chasadim. But the hero over here is no, greet everyone besaver upon him he offers purely because that's Midas Chasidus. That's what's demanded according to Midas Chasidus. Again, it's not a means to an end. Says the Rebbe, this common theme, this common denominator in these three areas, that your limudah Torah, your kiyuma mitzvahs, you are greeting everyone with savor upon him, Yafois, should be as a goal for itself, not as a means to an end. This really expresses the idea that Yisroel or Yerais of a Kuchabrichu Kolachada, Yidin and Torah and Hashem are all one. And that this is why, just like you can never say about Hashem, Chas Vashalim, that he's a means to something else, the same thing you can't say about the Torah, you can't say about the mitzvahs. And so too about the conduct of Bnei Yisrael. Each one of these things. I say, Torah is a permanent thing, an end in itself. So to the mitzvahs. And so too, where we greet another Yid. Says the Rebbe, this idea that Torah and mitzvahs and Yidin are all one with Hashem, is going to be felt mainly in a revealed way when Mashiach comes. Lost love When it will be the gilu of the emes of each and everything. Nowadays, however, this is concealed. In the avoid of each and every person, you might not see this in a very, very clear way. And that's why you'll find some people, and there needs to be, that there'll be different categories of Yidin. Some people are more involved in Torah, and the Gemilus Chasadim and the Mitzvahs is going to be more of the minority, it's going to be more the occasional. Or you have people that by them, they're doing it for the sake of Torah, because as we said before, if a person's only going to learn Torah, not the other things, and even his Torah is not proper, so he's doing those things for the sake of Torah. 
On the other hand, you have Mari Uvdin Tovin, you have those people that their main avoida is to make a dear Allah to make a place for Hashem, for Kiyuma Mitzvahs. And then the Limudat Torah by them is in a, is an occasional way. Or that their Torah is so that their Mitzvahs should be able to be done properly. Because they're learning Torah to know what to do. And so too you have these differences over the generations as well. What was the main focus? Or that one is a means to an end. Only when Mashiach is going to come, we're going to see the Emes and everything out. It's a goal for itself. Says that this is the Hirav, the one who said it Shamai to these three Hirois. Because it's no one, the Arizal says that La'asid love it, the halacha is going to be like Beishamai. That means that the Hirav, these three things are specifically connected to the Gili of the Emes, of how the Emes is going to be revealed in every single thing, La'asid love it. Now, since we know that everything that's going to happen, La'asid love is dependent on our actions now during the time of Golos, and Within them, there's also already a me'ain, something similar to the gili of l'asid lavoi. So it's understood that practically, by my sabapoyal, we have to also have to have nowadays the fulfillment of these three hairois, and therefore, we'll be able to have this idea of this shamai. In other words, to really evaluate our koyachas, knowing that we have a specialness in us koyach to be able to accomplish some of this now as well. In the measure that a person goes, the Abishta gives to him, when a yid fulfills the tzivli of our Mishnah, all the way to the end, then the Yizoycha, that the Abishta also shows him a saver upon him, and when the Abishta's face is shining, that brings life, all the way to the eternal life, which is going to be lost in love, in the time of Tchiyas HaMesim, when Kal Yisrael, Yeshlem Chelek L'Oilam Haba.